The Football Pod on OTB Sports. Do you still listen to the Football Pod or is that like texting your ex? Absolutely. As I often said, I'm jealous that uh, I don't know who's so good, the little whore. <laughs> the Football Pod is available every Tuesday exclusively on the OTB Sports app. OTB AM. With Gillette, get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. There's a great moment in this week's uh, football pod where Paddy Andrews is clearly the most confident of the three people on the podcast in the outcome this weekend. Very, very certain that Kerry are going to beat Mayo. And Tommy Rooney, moderating it, uh, jumps in and says, are Kerry overconfident here? Despite the fact that it's the Dublin man who is building Kerry up this weekend more than anybody else. Tommy Rooney, a very good morning to you. Morning, Owen. Hello, Shane. How you doing, boys? Why is everybody writing Mayo off? What is, what is going on? Why have we forgotten that Mayo are Mayo? I don't know, Owen. And I, I do know that you're doing great work behind the scenes um, to try and address that. <laughs> I know that you've been tipping away, chipping away at this overconfidence, this this exuberance of, um, you know, being being sure that there's going to be a Dublin Kerry semi-final. I don't know, because I just have a sneaky feeling that this Mayo team are Mayo. Like, they have stuttered through the qualifiers. They're in Crow Park again and they're going to be good to go when they're facing... They're going to raise their levels to play Kerry and, and I just think we're going to see a little bit more of what we saw in Tralee, that rainy night in Tralee in March than we saw in the league final a few weeks later. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with you on that, to be honest. I think that the, the league... I think you can make a case fair enough for Kerry to win and win well if you want, but basically in the league final maybe isn't the soundest way to build that argument. That's that's just my gripe this week. The league final is not real. Um, no. when, when you're I think Andy games. Andy said it to you um, in that interview you had with him two weeks ago, Andy Moore, and the the speed was missing in the Mayo defense the last time, and that just like the speed in the Mayo defense, Mayo defense helps them defend, but it's also their main form of attack. So that would probably explain the huge gulf in a lot of ways. Okay, so we are going to go through some of the key matchups this weekend, Tommy. Where do you want to start? Well, I'm going to start with the one matchup that I'm sure is going to happen on, and that is. Go with Sean Kelly taking Rain O'Neill. And it is one of a couple of key areas, uh, battle areas that's going to take place in this game on Sunday. It is going to be an absolutely cracking match. I really hope it lives up to the expectation because we've got two teams here that are just, uh, that can be very exciting to watch. They have very exciting players. Um, I think Kelly is made for Rain O'Neill. I think Rain O'Neill had way too much freedom against Donegal. Brendan McCall had done a really good job on him in the league. And O'Neill just, I don't know whether he had a chip on his shoulder because a few people have been questioning whether or not he'd had a proper championship performance yet. They've been saying he hasn't scored enough from playing championship. Well, he delivered. one seven the last day against Donegal. Kicked five points from play. I think Green O'Neill is going to love playing in, in Crow Park. He's a rock star. Um, but Sean Kelly is the beating heart of that Galway team. As much as important and as magical as Shane Walsh is, Sean Kelly provides the opposite on the far end of it all. So I think Kelly will be able to mix it up from going forward. I think that he's a match physically for him. I think athletically he's a match for him. And, you know, in terms of, speaking of a few Galway friends this week, in terms of attitude and application, he will absolutely love this job this week as well. Kevin Walsh was suggesting they go zonal this weekend. I think there's probably going to be a, a, a mixture of that too, but I don't think you can leave Rio O'Neill in the zone. Like, I would absolutely listen to what Kevin Walsh is saying, but I don't think you leave Rio O'Neill in the zone. Like, Tommy, 
knowing what to do with Rain O'Neill is one thing, but lumping long balls in as well on on that key goalkeeper like Connor Gleeson, the Dunmore man, has has been has been iffy in some of the games for Galway. Probably one of their one of their weaker points. Like you think back to Ethan Rafferty's performance in the in uh, against Donegal the second day out, uh, excellent. Um, but but that opening day against against Donegal, there were weaknesses there. And listening to to Tony Scullion and Enda Gormley and Brendan Devaney last night of Maharal, like they spoke about how the goalkeeping position we know is is so massive in Gaelic football. But I feel like in this game, uh, with all the focus and, and talk there has been around Ethan Rafferty um, and and what he brings out out the pitch as well, and on Conor Gleeson, uh, that the goalkeeping position in this game could be a, a massive factor here as well. Big time, Shane. Yeah. Um... I do think both teams are going to employ presses at various stages. I don't think any of them are as good as Dublin, Mayo and Kerry at employing presses because they can absolutely destroy you with a press. Like all you need is one kick out to go wrong and it's a goal against you and it can absolutely rattle you. Look what happened to Donegal with Patton's two kickouts. You know, it wasn't all Patton's fault, but the whole game changed in that three or four minute spell. So kickouts are going to be massive. Um, but uh, like, on the flip side, I have no idea what Armagh are going to do with Shane Walsh. Maybe they're going to do what Kevin Walsh said and go zonal and maybe double up or, or put two people on him. But the matchup that I'm sure is going to happen is going to be one well worth watching is Kelly on Reno Neal. One of the things that uh, we need to factor in, lads, for Sunday is that Sunday could be an absolute washout. Like I, the conditions are not going to be good. This is not going to be summer football. When you talk about uh, Kerry Mayo uh, in the league, and truly, that might actually be uh, the, the the real sort of thing to to look towards because it could be similar enough conditions. We've seen games in the rain famously in a quarter final stage as well. So um, mm. that could be uh, another factor that that will, I, I guess, uh, inform some of our predictions. So that's um, your Armagh Galway matchup, Tommy. Are, are, yes. Are we? Where's your next one? Uh, my next one is. David Clifford. Hmm. Now, let's not get into the argument or the, the speculation of whether he's going to start or not. If he starts, what are Mayo going to do with him? Brady yesterday was saying Keegan? Yeah. And and a sweeper, it sounded like. Keegan on a sweeper. I think I go for a whore on a sweeper. A whore on a sweeper, okay. I think I put a whore in there again. Um, I you think, wouldn't do that to a whore. Poor Podrick. You can't do that to him again. He's no. already had the worst day of his life in the league final. I, I don't know, Shane. I think he'd love that. I think I think there's only so much you can do with David Clifford. I really do. I think, you know, we've mentioned it all before. He had one of the all-time great semi-final performances against Ronan McNamee. And McNamee did a brilliant job on him. McNamee and the Tyrone defence. Clifford still kicks eight points. Um, and, you know, probably would have won that game for Kerry if he hadn't been given a, a hospital pass that Morgan ended up cleaning him out of it and he went off injured. I think they'll stick a horror on him because... You want Keegan going forward and kicking points. You want, uh, you know, Mullen breaking forward. I think Mullen's a match for Shawnee O'Shea. But I just think Clifford, regardless of he's 75%, 80%, 100%, 110% ready to go, you just got to have a plan for him. And I think putting Podrick Horan on him, making sure he doesn't score a goal, I think that is the best thing that Mayo can do. And I think it's obviously doubling up. I think they're going to play an extra man, an extra, extra man that's going to drop um, and facilitate their wing backs to attack. So I think we might see James O'Donoghue who suggested Stephen Cohen at 12, Aidan O'Shea at 11, and the two of them dropping. I think, I don't know if they can do both of those. I think uh, Gavin White has to be stopped. Brian O'Bugley has to be stopped. So, you know, I think we'll have one lad dropping. So I think Aidan O'Shea could end up in the full forward line and Cohen could end up in the half forward line. Um, but that's the key matchup. I, I just thought it's hard to know what they're going to do. Um, Keegan, 
you know, it was a good shout. I'm sure he'd take it on, take on the task, and he'd do it exceptionally well. But I just think put a whore on him and free Keegan up a little bit on the other side. Anything else that's uh, sticking out matchups wise, Tommy, this weekend? I think Derry Clare is going to be a really, really interesting game. And I think I tried to make the case on the pod, the lads didn't necessarily agree with me, that I think not that Derry are going to choke in Crow Park. So don't quote me on that. And do remember that I called Derry to beat Tyrone. I do think it's a different story playing in Crow Park, Championship Football in Crow Park. Clare have it in the bones. That's going to be a help for them. Like Chris McKay and Brendan Rogers have done a sensational job on every single one of the um, opposition's best forwards the last two days. Out. So naturally you'd be expecting McKay to take Sexton and Rogers to take Cleary. I think that Rogers theory battle is going to be huge. Owen Cleary has been essentially Clare's marquee forward for the last couple of years. I don't think we've seen the best from this year and we might see a breakout performance in Croker on Sunday. I think this game is going to be tight, tetchy, going to go down to the wire. Just I think Cleary Rogers is going to swing it. We, we will get your uh, quick pick predictions tomorrow as well. Uh, just okay. quickly on um, Footballer of the Year, Tommy, where like where are you back? Where are you betting right now if you're looking at Footballer of the Year stakes and you look at this, this quarterfinal draw which is a little bit lopsided? I'm not going to bet it, so I'll put it to you that way. But we were having a chat yesterday, Owen, and you made the point of where O'Neill and Walsh are in the odds. And I think you got to be looking at one of them because one of those lads are going to inspire their team to an All-Ireland final. And then it's about how they perform in that All-Ireland final. And I think if Rian O'Neill or Shane Walsh is going up against a... A Dublin defence or a Kerry defence, I still think they're playing well regardless if their team wins or not. So I think that's a good shout. Um, it's hard to look beyond Conor Callan as well. And that's the other interesting thing this weekend. I really think Cork and Crow Park, you know, as much as Derry are going to find it difficult, I think Cork are going to find it very difficult in Crow Park. And what they do with Conor Callan is going to be fascinating because by all accounts, Cork have done a really good job on David Clifford whenever they've needed to. But Sean Meehan, who marked him in 21, there's talk that he might be back in the 26th, uh, Cork's co-captain, done with a hamstring injury. Kevin Flahab did really well in Parky mm. Rain. He's out injured. So I don't know whether they, they double up with Powder and someone else on, on Khan this weekend, but that's going to be really interesting to watch too. It's hard to look beyond Khan being the banker for Football of the Year. What do you reckon? Well, David Clifford's still favoured at 5-2, but obviously there's so many question marks about whether or not he plays. There are a maximum of three games left. So yeah. if you're missing a game against Mayo and yeah. uh, there's a chance that you lose that game as well, I'm not sure that that's actually... Uh, such a such a sure thing anymore. Like I, I think the like we, we did make they made this point last week is that once that draw came out, Reno Neal and Shane Walsh looked very very good on the uh, the non Kerry Dublin Mayo side of the draw. Uh, like the because there's a good chance to get to the final, and we have seen over the last couple of years that losing finalists have picked up the gong. Like whether it's Lee Keegan or Andy Moore and, and Austin Gleeson in the hurling. But I just wonder this year if Dublin go all the way will the people who vote for the All-Stars be rejuvenated by Dublin again and it'll feel exciting to give it to one of the dubs you know we kind of got into a, a, a stasis there for a while where it was like Cluxon yeah. didn't even pick up All-Stars because their excellence was just boring and uh, they, it felt like they weren't overachieving in any way even though they possibly were and they, there were no awards handed out for what Dublin did which which is kind of bonkers when you look back at it whereas I think there will be awards handed out if Dublin win the All-Ireland this year and I think that'll include the Footballer of the Year I think Kerry if they win an All-Ireland will take a Footballer the year with them and Mayo will unquestionably win a footballer of the year if they win the All-Ireland because they will probably get 15 All-Stars if they win the All-Irelands if they've managed to pick up two and footballers of the year while uh, losing All-Irelands I won't say rightly so but they'll, they'll probably get 10 like we are ruling out Derry now so like if Derry were to get to an All-Ireland final if Derry were to get by Clare if Derry were to get to you know through an Armour that's harder to call isn't it? it well I think Brendan Rodgers is probably going to be the key man there 
you know Rogers the it, job he did on yeah Murphy it was all McKinless up until the final though McKinless was the guy who McKinless was the first day was absolutely sensational so yeah. yeah you have a point it is hard to call but I think Rogers if they do get there Rogers is going to be key all the way through Tommy it's an excellent football pod this week congratulations on that uh, OTB AM with Gillette get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar 